Whether you're going to start an AP automation project, an invoice automation project, a P2P automation endeavor, or some other automation initiative, avoiding these three simple mistakes could mean the difference between success and failure of your project. Yet it is amazing how many companies ignore these issues. Make sure you stick around when I discuss an old issue that is sure to sink your project. And while most have stopped this dreadful practice, a few of you still use it. How do I know? Because one of our customers tried it on us just a few weeks ago. Hopefully you're not one of those laggards still using this worst practice. Because let me tell you, it does not work or it only works in limited situations. All right, I'm getting ahead of myself. Hey guys, I'm Mary Schaefer, founder of AP Now, the place where we curate the latest business intelligence for those who work in, manage, or have responsibility for the accounts payable or payments function. And while we're primarily discussing invoice or accounts payable or P2P automation, because that's where our primary experience is, what we're saying applies to all functions across the accounting and finance landscape. Okay, so let's get started. Mistake number one, creating more work for your suppliers. If you select a solution that will create more work for your suppliers, you're almost guaranteed that they're not going to participate in great numbers. And I've got to admit, I'm one of the biggest culprits of advocating for this at least a few years ago. Some of you may remember the self-service master vendor files that were either standalone products or part of an invoice automation solution. And while if you look at it from the accounts payable standpoint, it's great. It helps with the change my bank account fraud. It also reduces the work in accounts payable and it helps with a lot of other things. It created a lot more work for the suppliers out there and they really were not happy about it. And this accounted for a lot of lack of use of some of the automation solutions. So when you're selecting a new solution, do not select one that's going to create more work for your suppliers because for the most part, they're just not going to do it, okay? So that's mistake number one. Mistake number two, not making it easy for your suppliers to participate. Anything that they have to do that's out of the ordinary, they probably won't do, or a good number of them won't do. So if it's going to require special training, a lot of them aren't going to do it. If instead of emailing the invoice, they have to you know, go to your portal and deliver the invoice or deliver the information, a large number of them aren't going to do it. So if you've heard me talk about automation in the last, oh, I don't know, six months or so, you probably know that I'm a big advocate of selecting a solution that has the ability to read the invoice from email so that if one of your suppliers emails you an invoice, it can automatically be read, okay? And I even think going forward that if the solution doesn't have this facility or capability, if you will, that you're setting yourself up for failure. So make it easy for your suppliers. And this also means, by the way, selecting a solution that's user-friendly, that's kind of intuitive. Because remember, it's unlikely that they're all going to go for that special training that you'd love to have them take part in. Now, you can probably make your employees do it, but you don't have the same power over most of your suppliers, maybe a few, but not most of them. 
All right, before we get to that last mistake, and it's a real doozy if I ever heard one, if you like this episode, please give us a thumbs up. And if you loved it, please subscribe. We produce new content for the channel three times a week. Tuesdays and Thursdays are devoted to payment and accounts payable issues, and Saturdays are reserved for my newest love, if you will, Wordle. Okay, mistake number three, charging for the privilege. And if you're just listening to this, I'm making quote signs in the air, charging for the privilege of using the new service. Hopefully no one is doing this anymore, charging your suppliers to use, for example, your automation solution. But I know there are a few out there that are, like I say, we were contacted Oh, two or three weeks ago about someone we do business, not with an invoice automation solution. Let me make that clear. But they had another solution that they wanted to charge everybody to use. And they made it real clear it was a non-refundable charge. And I thought, oh, <laughs> this isn't going to fly. Okay. So what am I talking in the invoice automation world? Going back a little bit in time when these solutions first came out, there were some solutions that the vendors had come up with what I call the brilliant idea, that it would cost nothing to implement because what the company that was making the purchase would do is they would charge each supplier $5 in invoice for every invoice that they submitted. Now, first of all, this aggravated the living daylights out of the suppliers, despite the fact that the company that produced the product, and there were several of them, was saying, oh, your suppliers will be happy to pay for this. No, they won't. So they're aggravated that they have to pay for it in order to invoice you. So you bought something from them. And now in order to get paid, they have to pay you so they can submit their invoice. That's number one. And number two, going back to make it easy for them, they now have to figure out how they're going to account for this, how they're going to get this lousy $5 on their book. So hopefully you're not charging for using of any of these things because A, it's not fair and it's just going to aggravate the living daylights out of your suppliers and your vendors. So there are many reasons why automation projects fail and many of them are simple enough to fix like some of the ones we've discussed yet. We examined nine such reasons in a broadcast we did a few months ago called Nine Reasons Why Your Automation Project Fails. You can watch it now. The link is in the show notes below, and on YouTube, a link will appear momentarily. As always, we greatly appreciate your thumbs up, your comments, your shares, and your subscribes. 